Hello, good morning and welcome to Listen in Worship for St Michael's and St Mary's Churches. The Sermon and the Hymn of the Day. Today's texts are chosen especially for Father's Day, which we celebrate today. And so we have just had the lovely story we call The Prodigal Son. And here's a short extract from that. While he was still a long way off, the father saw the son and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. The Jews of our Old Testament had many names for God. What they needed at any given time usually dictated the name they used to call on God. These are taken from Precious Words for a Precious People by Alan Carr. If they had need in their life, they would call on Jehovah Jireh, which means the Lord will provide. If they were anxious, they would call on Jehovah Shalom, which means the Lord our peace. If they were lonely or afraid, they might call on Jehovah Shammah, which means the Lord is there. If they need leadership, they would call on Jehovah Rohi, which means the Lord our shepherd. And if they were sick, they would call on Jehovah Rapha, which means the Lord our healer. And indeed, all of those titles do tell us something of who God is. But God is also revealed as Father in the Old Testament. And Jesus came to show us so much more of what kind of a father our God is. Jesus calls him my father, tells us he is your father and invites us to call him our father, Abba, Daddy or Dad. God has made us his children. And whether we read that in the language of actual sonship, like he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of a human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. That's from the first chapter of John's Gospel. Or in the language of adoption that St Paul so often uses. We are his children forever. The emphasis on adoption in some texts may seem to us to distance us from natural children. But according to Roman and Syrian law, which is where the ideas come from, as it was practised in biblical times, adoption could not be undone. A man had the right to disown his natural children, but an adopted child was a child for life. He or she could never be disowned by the father. The first letter of John says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is 
what we are. And from Romans 8. What an honour it is that God calls us his children and gives us the assurance that as his children we are heirs and co-heirs with Christ. And Jesus tells us that it is not even just the formal respectful relationship that we might associate with our Victorian forebears. It is the close, affectionate, intimate relationship with a dad that we are invited to discover and enjoy. He is not just the great, big, immortal, invisible God. He is also the God who reaches out to us with great love and tenderness and grace. This morning's Gospel, for we are meant to see God the Father in this text, tells us just what a loving Father God is. The story begins with that horribly awkward conversation when the younger son walks up to his dad and says, essentially, you're dead to me. I'd like my share of the inheritance now. Still loving his son, but maybe because you can't make someone, even a son, love you. In our time and culture, we might suggest, in a desire to let his son make his own mistakes and learn his own life lessons. Still, the father hands his son his inheritance, and with a heart that must have been shattered into pieces, watched him walk away. And for as long as his son was gone, the father continued to watch for him, hoping and praying that one day he would return safely. I imagine the father's heart saying over and over again, Come home, son. Just come home. We don't know how long it took the son to squander his money or how many months of feeding the pigs he endured before he decided finally to come back home or whether the son was truly repentant or not. Still, his father was there, waiting. While his son was still a long way off, the father caught a glimpse of him hitched up his tunic and ran towards him. He ran towards him, threw his arms around him and kissed him. Then the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. In short, in this parable, Jesus introduces us to the God and Father we see reflected in all good and loving fathers. The strong, nurturing, guiding, loving, laughing, gentle, affectionate, wise kind of father that I enjoy seeing my sons being to their little ones. He is the God and Father who delights in his children. He is the God and Father whose love for his children never wavers or fails. He is the God and Father who longs for us to live with him in this life and forever in the next. And he is the God and Father who, wherever we wander off to, waits and longs for us to return, 
saying, come home to me, just come home. And when we do come home, he invites the whole court of heaven to rejoice with him. So please do enjoy staying to listen to James and Miriam sing, Great is thy faithfulness, O God my Father. I hope you enjoy that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming to pray. God bless you today and have a great week. Great is thy faithfulness, O God my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever wilt be. Great is thy faithfulness, Great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning new mercies I see. All I have needed thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Summer and winter and springtime and harvest, sun, moon and stars in their courses above, join with all nature in manifold witness to thy great faithfulness, mercy and love. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning new mercies I see. All I have needed thy hand hath Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Pardon for sin and the peace that endureth, thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide. Strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. Blessings all mine with ten thousand beside. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning new mercies I see. All I have needed thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto
Thank you.